Hey, hey, what is up, spiritual hooligan? Is the COVID-19 virus a conspiracy? Are there dark forces at play seeking to destroy your life? Are you and I just pawns in someone else's evil game? Or have you accidentally started to run a victim program? And that program is creating fear and anger and anxiety and stress and doubt for you. My name is Matthew Ferry, and guess who I have on the line with me today? It's Kristen Ferry. Hi. Dun, dun, dun. Kristen and I have decided that we are for a while going to do the daily enlightenment together. So we are bringing you your daily enlightenment. And this is your moment to pause, to slow down, and to get connected to enlightened perspectives. We want to help you to quiet your mind and restore your peace. So we just jumped off of our weekly office hours call. It's a Zoom call that we do every Friday with our Ignite mastermind. And what happens on that call is we just brainstorm. So on Wednesdays, we do like, a, a, we're working on an enlightened perspective, but on Fridays, we just kind of brainstorm and hang out and, and help and support each other. And one of our uh, incredible members brought up this idea. She, she said, I, I keep getting angry and I keep getting upset and fearful and stressed because I can't help but think that there is some kind of, of evil plot happening with the with the covid-19 virus and that that somehow i'm a pawn in this in somebody else's game and it's ruining my life and ruining so many people's life and i i find myself flip-flopping back and forth between being at peace and then getting angry and then being at peace and then getting angry and and i'm wondering if you can help and so i thought that would be an interesting thing for us to talk to you about today cuz of course, that's something that Kristen and I have actually spent some time dealing with. And so will you, will you just tell them about the, um, some of the conspiracy ideas and thoughts that we have thought about or that, that we, we've been playing with and trying to apply enlightened perspectives to? Sure. And I, I think that really this comes down to the mind's need to make sense of things. And we've all been thrust into a lot of unknowns and chaos and very quickly our daily routines changed and we had this whole new set of things to consider and worry about and adjust to. And if we're being honest, it happened really, really fast. So what we've been talking about is what happens when you start to try to make meaning or sense out of what is this thing and where did it come from? And is it really the threat that everybody says that it is? And is it man-made or was it because of a transmission from animal to human being? And, and ultimately, it's so easy to spend time in the, I'll say, trying to know the unknown that it can become a distraction. And so Matthew and I've been really playing and wrestling around with, well, what is the effective way to relate to the, the real reality of COVID-19? Like it is a thing. So this isn't about, is it real or is it not real? It's more like, how do we relate to it in a way that doesn't cause us to be stressed or fearful or feeling like uh, things are completely out of control and therefore we should respond with um, you know, anxiety and, and stress. And really what we're talking about here is activating the hidden motive to survive called victim. 
And the realm of the conspiracy theory is the realm of being a victim. Essentially, there's some um, unknowable and uh, unstoppable force out here that is mm-hmm. that is making you debilitated and and in a you you are powerless and weak and there's nothing you can do about it. And that's an incredible strategy for survival, except you're not actually in a survival situation. You might be in a, in a current diminished situation financially. Does that mean that your life is over? No. Are you actually threatened? No, you're not actually threatened. You're someone who is, is clearly looking to put yourself into a good place and be in a good mindset. That's why you tune into these videos. So I'm just going to give you an example that I gave to our, our Ignite Mastermind member. I had a client who was in the middle of a divorce and, and as he was going through the divorce, he got this idea like, wait a second, was my ex having a, a, uh, an affair? And I said, well, what we have to look at here is what is an effective way to think about it? Because if you think she's having an affair or she had an affair, what does that immediately do? And he said, immediately puts me in a fight. I want to attack her. I want to destroy her. I want to, you know, I'm hurt and I'm upset and I'm really all of this stuff. And I was like, okay, that's okay. Is that going to accomplish the objective of bringing this divorce into a place of, harmony so you can move forward as fast as possible with your life because what are you committed to and as he steps back and looks at what he's committed to he's like well i'm committed to what you talked about i'm committed to like i want to get this done fast i want it to be easy for her i want it to be easy for me i want it to be easy for the kids i don't want to i don't want to massively disrupt my life and i said well we have to look at here do you want to be a victim she had an affair, therefore I'm unlovable. She, she broke my trust. She screwed me over, blah, blah, blah. You could do all of that if you want. Or you could assume that all is well. You get to decide which one because they're both, they're both available. And ultimately, he decided to forget about this idea that she was having an affair. And you know what? It's like she did or she didn't. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And instead, I'm going to choose to operate like she is a um, integrous individual who is keeping her word to me, et cetera, et cetera. Well, they progressed very rapidly through their divorce process. We're able to bring it to a conclusion um, in, a, in a fairly painless way. I mean, let's be honest, it's never painless, but fairly painless way. And at the conclusion, he discovered that, in fact, she was having an affair. And he stood back and just said, I am so glad that I said I could choose either reality for myself and I'm going to choose that all is well. And I'm going to operate like she is a, like she is a, a human being with integrity. And in doing so, I was able to speed through this process and come to a state of completion because I can see that back then, if I would have chosen that, I would have been, I would have dragged this down. I would have done everything possible to destroy her, which would have ended up destroying me. You want to say something about that, Kristen, and, and give us your perspective on that? Absolutely. I, I think what's so powerful about that example is that he sought the context that allowed him to make effective and practical decisions. And that's really what I think the opportunity is and what's appropriate given extreme circumstances. So using this example of a divorce, 
there was a ton on the line. There was a lot of money. There was a longstanding partnership. There was young children. And to align with a context that puts us into that aggressive, I'm going to win. I'm going to, I'm going to take my fear and my anger and my, my rage and direct it, which again, would have been a reasonable and appropriate response. You, he could have said that that was the right move for him. Instead, what he did, he said, I'm going to align with this idea that all is well. She's doing what she believes is right. I'm doing what I believe is right. And let's focus on the task at hand being effective and practical in our decision making so we can complete the marriage. Then you deal with all the other stuff later. I think you, there's such a great correlation there between that idea and the experience he created for himself over that five or six month period and what we're dealing with COVID. And what we're dealing with COVID with right now is that we're all adjusting really quickly to a set of external conditions that are also changing really quickly. So we're here in California, we've been in lockdown for a long time. The narrative seems to change almost on a daily basis about what's happening at the federal level and the state level and even the community level about what the protocols are and what is appropriate and wearing masks and not wearing them and social distancing and the whole piece of the puzzle, like all these different um, uh, new variables, these new realities are, are emerging. And the most effective thing that we can do right now is to create a way to relate to those realities in a way that is uplifting, quiets the mind, and gives us access to making practical and effective decisions for ourselves and for our families. And if it's a conspiracy, if you choose conspiracy and you take that thought and you put it in your mouth and you chew yeah. on it like a cow with a cud. And it's like, no, nah, we're all getting screwed. And everybody. Well, and, and let me just jump in. <laughs> and also then you're on high alert to find evidence to support the confirmation, right? Confirmation we're, bias. We've been talking a lot about confirmation bias over the last couple of weeks that we ingest this idea that is naturally degrading. It's a conspiracy. There's all this dark stuff happening in the background. Then the mind seeks to find where is the agreement or the evidence that supports that point of view. So not only did we ingest, as Matthew said, the, the degrading idea, we then continue heaping on <laughs> more and more of evidence to support that that was the appropriate thing to do. And when we're dealing with it's like things- like we take, we take a little poison, we put it into our mouth and then we're like, ooh, good, I love this poison. Then we just put more and more poison. Then we're like, hey, come over here, family member, have some of my poison. And we give them <laughs> some poison too. Now the whole family's all poisoned up with these thoughts that, that are naturally degrading and they, they operate inside of the context that you're a victim. So you wanna think about it in this way. This is something that we've been, we've been pounding into our, our mastermind's brains at this moment. You have this ability to know that all is well. You, this, let's call it a capacity. You have the capacity to know that all is well. And I know that because you're attracted to these videos and people who do not have the capacity for an enlightened framework to know that all is well are not interested in what Kristen and I talk about at all. So you have this capacity. Then what happens is you become imbalanced 
by a misrepresentation of reality, meaning you have this, it's a conspiracy. And now all of a sudden you have this victim energy comes up and it overlays your experience. So now all is well becomes disturbed by a misrepresentation of reality. You don't know if it's a, if it's a, a conspiracy. I don't know if it's a conspiracy. You know very little. I know very little. In fact, I'd be willing to bet that even the people who are in charge know very little. So making up a story or connecting with a misrepresentation of reality that then takes you out of the, the, the most effective reality for you, which is all is well, actually disturbs you, destroys your productivity, destroys your peace, and takes you out of being the, in the place that you want to be. Why are you watching this video? Because you want to be at peace. Why are you listening to this podcast? Because you want to be at peace. Let go of these victim contexts in favor of all is well. And you want to say it like this, all is well. And I don't know if that's true or not but I'm going to work to assume and adopt that idea, that context, not because I'm putting my head in the sand, because it's practical for me to be in a peaceful state to then deal with the challenges that I'm faced with. Why don't you say something like wrap it up, Kristen, and we'll wrap up this idea for everybody. Sure thing. I think in a nutshell, it's really boils down to this. And you've said it over and over for years and years, Matthew. I am the creator of my experience. And in these moments when there is a lot of chaos and there is a lot of unknown and life is changing really radically, we have an opportunity to align with points of view and perspectives that create the experience that we are committed to creating. And at the end of the day, the power lies within ourselves to relate to the external situation in a way that that has us be at peace and um as someone who has spent a big part of her life not in peace i will say that uh having a quiet mind and being an effective practical uh, uh sort of kick-ass mindset in the face of a lot of destruction is uh the ultimate it's the way to go it's i'll say it like this i was not here in 2008 2009 how's that this this big sort of global uh shift and change and health crisis becoming a financial crisis um i feel much more equipped now that i've been using these practices in my own life certainly than i was 10 or 12 years ago amen so spiritual hooligan Thank you so much for tuning into this daily enlightenment. And I hope you like this new format. Please leave us a comment and tell us what you think Kristen and I should be discussing. We would love to hear from you. Uh, we're bringing in ideas from our email list, uh, but we're also bringing in ideas from our uh, YouTube comments and our comments on our um our blog and on our uh, podcast. So please feel free to leave us a comment and tell us what you would like us to discuss and how you want us to bring enlightened perspectives to the situation. And that's really the key. And an enlightened perspective is nothing more than a perspective that assumes that all is well. And when you know that all is well, your mind goes quiet and your creativity and your resourcefulness are, jump to the forefront. And that's a really great place to be. So thank you so much for tuning in to this Daily Enlightenment.